This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Drop. The Miami Dolphins taking on the New York Giants. Finally, the Giants are a primetime game. Just wait till next week and then go back again to Sunday night, unfortunately. The Dolphins are going to cover in this one. I gave it away beforehand, but uh, uh, minus 11 right now for the Miami Dolphins in this game. The over-under set at 49.5. The Giants have been 0-4 against the spread. Miami's been 3-1 against the spread so far. Yes, I am taking the Dolphins to cover a mighty spread there. Even if Saquon Barkley's back, I think it might help the Giants' offense look a little more competent, but I'm not, I'm not shying away from Miami and covering that one. Uh, and speaking of to attack Lavoa, 284 passing yards. That's about that number's about right. I'm kind of staying away from that. You're obviously playing him as a mid-level QB one this week. Daniel Jones, though, it's it's Daniel Jones time. I got him as a top 12 quarterback this week, Chris. He's you know, it, it, Saquon, if he could, especially if Saquon comes back. Now that might change a little bit if we find out Saquon's not gonna come back, but he did practice in limited fashion today. I think the RPO action will be there, will be available to him. He's gonna have to run against Miami, and the Dolphins have given up the third most fantasy points to the quarterback. And what do I always say about Daniel Jones? Against bottom-tier defenses against the quarterback, fantasy-wise, he gives you top 12 performances. What do you think? Yeah, so those quarterbacks that Miami faced for the most part were Justin Herbert, um, Josh Allen, uh, Russell Wilson, who's been QB7 this entire season. So I'm not... Uh, it's been a little bit different than the quarterback they're going to be facing in Daniel Jones. Now, the one thing that goes goes well for Daniel Jones, the Giants are not playing at home, so maybe that gives him a chance. And as you said, it's not prime time where now Daniel Jones is now one in twelve, trying to become the new Kirk Cousins of prime time. <laughs> trying to become is um, <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm not loving that Dan, but I think that you know you made an argument why he could be. I just think the only thing that looks good for him in a sense is Miami should be able to blow this team out. And therefore, Daniel Jones gets some garbage time rushing yards. Well, that thank you, Chris. You just led into it because 37 and a half rushing yards. I have the over on that prop for Daniel Jones. And that's a big reason why he makes my top 12 for fantasy football quarterbacks this week, too. Adam, you want to help out Grant here? 12 man PPR. His quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. His running backs, James Cook, Joe Mixon. Uh, he's got Tank Bigsby, Justice Hill, Zach Charbonnet. His receiver is Stephon Diggs. Uh, St. Brown, Puka Nakua, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Lockett, Nico Collins, Jahan Dotson, starting one quarterback, two running back, three receivers. He said, what should he improve? He's also on out for my week three drop. <laughs> he dropped Devon H on uh, in week three, and he's two and two and feeling it. It's all right, Grant. It's all right. You can't blame yourself for that, man. We, it, was, uh, it was like a healthy scratch the one week. We weren't sure his workload was going to be coming back. It's okay. Is there anything on here you would try to actively improve, Adam? Uh, for me, it's running back. I feel like I would want someone a little more consistent running back, specifically if I can move off of – James Cook pair with one of the extra depth receivers. I think that's the route I want to go. Mixon, this is actually the best I feel like I've seen him run in a while. Uh, And he's certainly a workhorse. So I would want to keep him around because if the Bengals offense is able to improve down the stretch, they've got good matchups. And, you know, if the passing offense works, then there's going to be room for him to run. Um, So I I think I like him rest of season to continue building up something. Um, I think James Cook would be the guy if I can get him one of those receivers 
move up, get a really good running back, feel really good about where you're at. I think I posted on X earlier today at Dan Mater FF on there uh, that Joe Mixon is somebody that you must go try to buy. He only has two bad matchups the rest of the season for running backs. Uh, so go ahead and try to see if you can buy low there on bye, Joe bye, bye. on Joe Mixon. Uh, Saquon Barkley, kind of the same thing as Jonathan Taylor. If he's back and he's healthy, then he's getting a full workload, and he's a top 10 running back. I don't think it has to get any more complicated than that when it comes to Saquon Barkley, regardless of the matchup. Uh, Raheem Mostert, Devon Achan. So we have to start talking about this. Achan. I, I can't get that. I, can't, I, just, I, I always want to say Achan. I, just, I can't stop myself from saying Achan. 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 I'll say it five times, and I'll, I'll finally get it in my brain. Um, I do have him a little bit lower. I'm, I have both Raheem Mostert and Achan a little bit lower here. I got... Mostert at 18, ECR's got him at 16. I got A-Chan at 17, ECR's got him at 14. Look, I know the past two weeks have been all, have been awesome, but he can't sustain that kind of productivity level with eight carries. And I do think that eight carries is more indicative of what we're going to see more often than not out of A-Chan in this offense. So Moser fumbles twice. That's what kind of leads to A-Chan taking away in the snap counts. And now you have yourself in this illusion that he's suddenly taking over the backfield. But what you need to remember, Stevon Ahmed, he could be back this week. Jeff Wilson's not going to be, but Jeff Wilson will probably be back in the next few weeks. And Mike McDaniels has talked several times about using all of his running backs. And that's been his history. So, Chris, help me out here. One, which one would you play over the other this week? And two, what's your overall outlook at Miami? So my overall outlook is much different than this week. Um, I looked at, you know, Achan, and he's not getting touched after 9.7 yards per touch before he actually gets any kind of contact. So that's unbelievably ridiculous right now. Now, Raheem Mostert is number two in the league, so it is something the Dolphins are able to kind of do. Teams are kind of giving him the running attack. Um, the Giants are a spectacular matchup for the opportunity. We just watched them basically uh, touch Noah fans. They thought they were playing Noah fan two-hand touch this past week, and they were trying to like push him out of bounds. Who knows what they were trying to do, but get a 51-yard touchdown, Noah fan on a, basically a five-yard pass. This Giant defense looks bad. It has poor fundamentals. They take bad angles. So I think it's a starting – you start both of them this week versus the Giants – I think you can't take this week necessarily for the rest of the season by just means it's the Giants. Um, but moving forward, I'm with you, Dan. I still think H. Han's a guy that you want to sell high. I do think there's a mere role for him. I think it's a little harder to kind of put him away after he's kind of been such a shiny toy to have. The speed is something that's very effective for this offense. But I just want to point out, we haven't seen Jalen Waddle be Jalen Waddle, and a big part of the yardage kind of is going to the running backs right now. I think eventually Jalen Waddle gets to see legs back, gets back involved in this passing attack, and takes some of the yards away from the running backs. Couldn't have said it better myself. I would sell high on A-Chan, and because the craze around him is so high right now, you you will probably be able to get a good deal with him involved. Uh, fat Slingum, Fat Single Mum? Fat, is that, I don't know. I'm guessing that's how it's spelled. Uh, do I start McLaughlin or Miles Sanders this week? I get, you know, we have to assume here that Javante Williams is not able to play. He didn't practice today, but we still have to wait and see. It's not a serious injury right now with Javante. Uh, Adam, which one would you start this week oh i can't believe we're here uh if javante doesn't play i might be on the mclaughlin side look miles sanders i i thought coming into the season there might be some kind of hope with him and i don't know if he's 
as bad as the analytics are making it out to be. Analytically, he's by far the worst running back in the league. I don't think he's that bad, but I don't think he's doing very well. And I don't think that there's many pieces in that Carolina offense that I feel comfortable trusting. So, yeah, I, look, if Miles Sanders practices all week, uh, I definitely have Miles Sanders raked ahead. I could, my whole thing is that while, yes, McLaughlin looked much better than Samaj Perrine, Samaj Perrine still played more snaps. And Perrine, I think, would likely be the starter heading into the game. Now, you could get the big plays on McLaughlin, that 100%. And you're not going to get those big plays most likely out of Miles Sanders against that Detroit team, but you are going to get more volume. And at the end of the day, I'm going to go with more probability, and that is going to probably be Miles Sanders. And again, we still don't know for sure that Javante Williams is going is going to miss. So um, you're on one side, you're on the other side. It's not quite enough of a discrepancy for me to hit the showdown. Uh, so we'll hopefully we'll get one of those at some point today. Let's talk now about, well, first of all, Tyree Kill, uh, Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, 88 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, I'm going to hit the over. Jalen Waddle. I think this is a game he gets back on track. 62 and a half receiving yards. Gonna hit the over on there too. The Giants are going to be a nice little fixer elixir. Who's going to be the fixer elixir for Darren Waller though, Chris? I still have him ranked as the top five tight end because I can't bring myself to bring him any lower than that. Logically, he should be getting all the volume in the world. He should be targeting the red zone everywhere else. If Saquon returns, maybe the offense does look a little more competent. Maybe that does help him out. His prop is only 40 and a half receiving yards. Playing as a Dolphins team has been terrible against the tight end so far this year. I want to hit the over. I'm not hitting the cash button because I have no idea what hell you're gonna get a darren waller and yet i still have him as a top five guy and you gotta play him i don't know do you, are you benching darren waller what do you make of the situation i mean i feel like the tight end position as you talked about unless i have a, a great option no i'm probably still rolling them out there especially versus matchup versus dolphins having said that all the hype all the talk all the things we heard all off season has not materialized we're not seeing darren waller ball this offense I'm just afraid, Dan, that he has talent. And we found out that Brian Dable hates talented receivers. He refuses to involve them in the offense. I, they have to give him the ball at some point. Like it just it doesn't it doesn't compute. It doesn't compute in my logical brain. It's driving me crazy right now. Uh Shane's asking Laporta and Christian Watson, is that too much for Kelsey Adam? No. I agree. It's it's definitely not too much for Kelsey. I, I would definitely do that deal. We have that Kelsey kind of sneakily is bye, a bye, bye. little bit of a buy low candidate right now because he hasn't quite produced yet to this point. And some people are looking for some depth. So, yeah, Laporte and Christian Watts for Travis Kelsey, 100%. Go ahead and do it. I just want to uh, throw something out there because I, I was looking for Waller, but I have it pulled up anyways so that this is working sure. out. Um, in targets per game, Kelsey is a – Full target ahead of next up in Hawkinson. So to that point, yeah. he's a buy because the targets are there. You just, you know, need a little bit more out of them. Exactly. 100%. Let's go to our next.